0: Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello, everyone. How are you? are you? I am Taryn Lamp and this is the Taryn Lamp Show episode number 86. 86. I cannot believe it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please make sure you're uh, liking, subscribing, following, all that good stuff. All of the episodes are on my IGTV as well as YouTube as well as Apple Podcasts under the Taryn Lamp Show. This is episode number 86. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, if you've been a guest for a while or even if you're a new guest, I'd like to remind you that I'm going to put my cash app in the comments. And that cash app is all in kind. If you would like to donate, I take that money and I go pay for a heart disease or cancer patient in need. i help pay their bills. Um, that's what I do with all of that. If all of the proceeds go there, it's not an official 501c3. It is just a love, kind donation, if you will. Um, also, hi, Leah. Um, also, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, this is episode number 86. I'm going to put my cash app in the comments. Let me do that right now. Cash app. Um how does that work? Is it, I can't remember. Is it the dollar sign first? Or I don't even know if, I can't remember how to put it in there. I always remember, forget, is it the dollar sign first or second or last? Hmm. No, that doesn't look right. I think the dollar sign is first. Hold on. Uh, I think this is right. Anywho, so that's my cash app if you would like yeah if you would like to donate remember it's a 501 it's not a 501 c3 it's all in kind offering also make sure yes if you know someone who should be on the show or if you would like to be on the show get a hold of me i would love to have you on the show we are going strong this show is about love positivity connection all that good stuff it's just an organic conversation between you and i we've had everybody on the show And no story is too big, and no story is too small. Okay, so let me get my guest, Paris, on the show. Oh, Paris, Paris. I just hit invite, so you should have just gotten an invite, Paris, to come.
1: There you are. Hello. How are you?
0: How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Doing well. How was
0: your day?
1: My day is always beautiful as long as I wake up and I have an opportunity. I think my day is always beautiful. I love it. How about you? How about you? How was going your day?
0: good? Uh, I just talked to you a little bit ago. Just got back from the gym, so I yeah. had my protein shake in hand.
1: Yeah, um, I, I was at the gym too, but I wasn't working out. So my son uh, took him to work out. He plays basketball, so he worked on some things. So I had the fun of living through him today. Not necessarily working out today, but it was good
0: you can live vicariously through him. That's okay.
1: For, for the just little, day. Just, just, just a little bit. I, I smile through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cause some people, they just give you energy regardless, right? Like, even though you right. weren't, working out, give that they give, give that energy and you get it, you know, Most
1: definitely, and that's, the, and that's the interaction between all of us as human beings, that if we're aware of that energy, some of it is good. Some of it is bad, but when we have an awareness of the type of energy that we need to be around, um, life becomes a little bit different and interesting. So, most definitely,
0: interesting is a good word.
1: Yeah, most <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> a good word. For uh, sure. Just,
1: just so I know we're on live, but I do want to let you know. So, I have, I have another live going on, and then I have uh, a recording going on too. So, wow! If you, if, if you see me uh, looking around, it's just because I have multiple cameras in here just for you i want to make sure that i'm giving you everything that everyone needs to know and showing you my full undivided attention and putting it out here to my outlet so
0: yeah so so yeah let's just kick it off then so tell me about you know tell me about paris you know we have the link right who is paris davis that's in our in the story and people can go there and check that out but give me a little bit about who you are and your journey tell us
1: most definitely Uh, not sure of how far you want me to start back, but I'll I'll keep it at a high level as of now. So uh, just by background, I've played basketball that has always been a background of mine. That was something that I was passionate about that led me going to a high school, which was a Catholic high school. And at the time, from where I'm from, that wasn't the typical place where you would go just for school. You would go to your normal community college, whatever district you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents had other ideas other things for me and i at, to be honest at the, at the time i did disagree with it um but in the end I, I noticed that there was some some positives uh and they outweighed the cons after i realized that out of the years and went to st joe's high school played basketball all four years um, and then received a basketball scholarship to go to college that was the biggest thing for me no matter what, was to get to college, because I knew if I got to college, I was able to take off and do anything that I wanted to in life. Um, And then once I got to college, it was up to me now to figure out, understanding that, yes, it's about basketball now, because that's why I'm here. That's what got me here. But now we have to think about life after and what should I do now, after I'm done with basketball, even during basketball. Yeah. So I started dipping and dabbing and uh, majored into biological science, uh, which is the study of life. At the time, uh, I used to tell my teachers why am I studying this? It mm-hmm. wouldn't help me, but now that I see in life, it does help me. Uh, biological science helps me to be aware, helps me to observe, helps me to understand life, humans, and just how we all to come together within this universe. So that's, that's a great thing. Uh, graduated from, from college, And because I I was early on, had that mindset of it wasn't just all about sports, I got injured, right? Mm -hmm. So if I didn't didn't have that mindset, I would probably be in a different situation where I'm trying to uh, struggle or or move around and try to say what's next. So I always had something to fall back on, and that was great when I got injured. Um, Graduated from college, decided to go and get my MBA, enrolled into my graduate program, um, and went on to get my MBA. Um, Came out of there had some struggles in life a lot, you know, when you don't have experience people always say uh, Well, we can't hire you right now. You don't have experience Mm -hmm. Well, you have to give me the experience what I can get the experience So it was a concept early on where I didn't get and I know it's people not only in younger life But later life that struggle with that as well. So what did I do? Uh, I Went out and just volunteered. I literally gave my service. (laughs) I did things for free I did things not even thinking about it because one I had nothing else to do, two, I had to get experience, and three, that's just the type of person that I was as far as uh, helping people out. Little did I know that would lead to everything that I have done and where I'm at today. Um, volunteering at, um, mm-hmm. at assistant homes, volunteering through basketball, just volunteering through different businesses. I picked up a not a lot, a, a lot of knowledge. I've connected with a various amount of people to give me what I need to push me through my career, to push me through where I wanted to be. Um, long story short, long story short, um, I ended up becoming a project manager in 2012. Um, through some connections, through some definitely some good people who's who recommended me, and that changed my life forever. Mm. I was always an organized guy, I felt like I was, I would write things down on a notepad and I would think that I had things in order that I can remember, I had a photographic memory. But when I was introduced to project management, I realized that there were some methodologies, some Mm -hmm. things that not only can help me in my career, but help me in my life, right? So I had a mentor, he was pushing me to get through it, to do better on projects. Remember, this is 2012. I can't, um, I'm can't. i 35 now, so however old I was at, at the time. So <laughs> so now I'm getting through, and I said, hey, this is tough. This is challenging. How am I going to remember this? How am I going to know that I need to set a goal and then set an objective and then plan down a work breakdown structure and then get my tasks and then work with my team and get my resources and make sure I'm within budget and, and completing the project on time? So I said, let me start with my life. <laughs> the simplest thing if I can't manage my laundry, if I can't manage uh, my workout, if I can't manage the simple things in my life, I'm going to have a tough time trying to manage things at my career or wherever mm. I'm at. So I just started picking certain things and applying those philosophies um, and got better at that. And then little, little, little by little, little by little, I started applying it to smaller, bigger projects, bigger projects. And I stopped, I started getting raises, I started moving up in the company, I, I shifted over, I worked with bigger companies, worked with 514 companies, uh, individuals, organizations, not-for-profits. And not only that, I still use project management mm-hmm. to give back to the basketball community. So what does that mean? That means I still coach, I still travel, I still give back to those kids using the same principles that I learned from project management, but applying it also to basketball. So you, you think that kids have a goal, How are you going to help them get to that? Right. So no matter if you're playing basketball, if you're in your career, if you're a college student, if you're starting a business, if you're trying to build a chair, whatever it is, there are some things that you can do that I've came up with that helped me. And it has helped others before. But there's always something that you can create around you to fit you, to help you become more successful. And that's where I'm at in my life.
0: So let me ask you, because I've, you know, in your path, right, it was, yeah. you know, up to project management. There's a few different things in there. And then yeah. you know, I do like the way you've kind of put like life as a project management, right? Like yeah. life is a project to be managed. I oh, I took that from there, yeah. but let me ask you because I feel like the obstacles, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty organized person, organized uh, person as well. Yeah. Um, I kind of do seem understand I definitely feel you on the life is project management. But there's obstacles along the way right that get in our you don't necessarily plan for our project to have. So tell me about like some of those obstacles and in this plan right like when you have a plan but an obstacle comes. What do you do because you have this I mean I speak for myself. I have this thing and this is how I'm going to get there and then when something happens it comes towards me and I got to figure out how to get back
1: you know. Yeah, most definitely. So I want you to think of this in, in, in a couple ways. The first way, before you start something, there's go- there are gonna be some unknowns and mm-hmm. there's gonna be some knowns. So for the knowns, you can plan for. For the unknowns, you leave them in a list of unknowns, but you can try to create scenarios around them. Okay. So, so for instance, let's just say, you know, I'm going to cl- climb Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Some unknowns are is the weather. So the weather is, if it gets windy, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. If it gets cold, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. If it gets dusty and and flurry, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. So these are the unknowns because we don't know if they're gonna happen, when they're gonna happen, Mm -hmm. but we can put, uh, they call it contingency plans or mitigation plans around them to help it out, right? So then for the knowns, we know right we know it's going to be a steep hill we need nice shoes to get up to the top i need to go buy some great shoes to ensure that i get to the top we know that we know that it's going to be a long road i need to pack my backpack to ensure that i have enough reserve or enough stuff in the back so i can make sure i can last to mm-hmm. the bottom to the top does that make sense
0: yeah i like the way awesome. you've you've divided them up into knowns and yeah.
1: unknowns because absolutely obstacles- so let me t- I'm sorry let me tell you the uh the one thing that you asked for you say so if they come up within the actual mm-hmm. um while you're operating or while you're moving or while the projects going on um is your goal to revisit those as risk mm-hmm. or things that may come up and you're identifying if they have a severity of happening and when it's going to happen so for some people for the weather, you know, okay, it's gonna rain tomorrow. You don't know when it's gonna rain, but you know it's gonna rain, so you prepare for it. So mm-hmm. as the weatherman is telling you it's coming, you already prepared for it. You you brought your umbrella with you. You didn't leave it behind. You didn't second guess about it. You brought it mm-hmm. with you. So then now, when it happens, you are prepared. A lot of things. A lot of times, take those those small things into consideration of preparation, because we want the quick fix. We want to get there. And then a long time. We don't spend the time to sit down and just say, "What what are all the things that I need right now?" And then what are the things that I may need later? Um, and work from there. So that's how I would handle it. Um, and even if it comes up to where, okay, I didn't see it. It's an issue. It's how fast I can resolve it now, mm-hmm. right? I may need to bring a team in. I need to identify what the actual solution is. Even in in mental health. Even mm-hmm. in uh conflict or crucial conversations we need to get to the root of the problem and figure out what is the root and then when you get to the root now you can understand how you can fix it how you can fix it who you're going to fix it with when it needs to be fixed and how it's going to be fixed um and then you just follow through on that so that's what i would say
0: yeah i mean i think you know i I like there's a there's a a calculated plan a calculated risk i maybe i I call it kind of you know you're calculating your yeah. your, and okay. to your you can't calculate all of them some of them are going to come but then exactly. you have to think about what you're going to do with them and then prioritize them that's kind of what I heard you're Correct. saying Correct. Uh, is this an A like oh crap or is this a C like uh, you know it's yeah. not too yeah. dramatic, you know
1: I, yeah and I do want to mention that um, because we're talking so systematic now And I used to get caught up too with it, it would say, oh, it has to be A, B, C, or it has to be, everything is not always going to align how you want it to align, right? So even if you get a twist or if something happens that that you didn't plan for, you got to take it as a learning lesson and then you got to capitalize on it, learn from it and then pivot. Um, I think that's the best thing to remember because none of this is perfect. You can have a thousand people tell you that they have a solution, they have a plan, they have a blueprint. Um, it's all going to change or be updated at some point. So be flexible in your approach. Mm-hmm. D- is, uh, ha-
0: is pivoting difficult?
1: For some, yes.
0: Um,
1: pivoting requires flexibility and creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for you to pivot, you have to be flexible. And our mind is to say, we want what we want, and that's the route we wanna go, but sometimes we have to go left just to come back right. Yeah. Or we have to be creative to say, I'm at a stop. What can I come up with or what can I do to get around this obstacle or barrier? And those, those two right there allow us to just keep moving if we're creative and flexible. Uh, but when we're content, we're so structured to where we're, we're locked in and we're not thinking outside the box, it's hard to move, you're rigid yeah that's key
0: no i agree with that i wanted i mean i guess the question should have been not is pivoting difficult because i think that's subjective right to each and every person but i guess it's more like what you said about how do you pivot and how can you be because you know in some things i feel like i'm very able to adaptable or pivot right and then other parts of my life not so much right so it's like how can i to your point, you know, be more. I need to be more flexible in some areas of my life, so that I, I can't either yeah. reinvent myself, quote unquote, or pivot. You know, how you want to stay. Yeah. pivoting, and especially now, is so important. I think yeah. being is crucial. Yeah.
1: So how do you pivot? Um, great question. Uh, it varies from person to person, but you have to have a process. Mm-hmm. A process creates a habit or a habit creates a process they go hand in hand. And then after you get that, if it's the right process or not, it becomes mm-hmm. second nature. And then when it becomes second nature, you're able to sustain it. So if I'm going one way and I have a habit of going that way, but I mm-hmm. want to pivot and go this way, I have to start at this midpoint and say small baby steps. Right. Um, and you can give, you can give me an example. We can go working out. We can go, um, give me, give me a habit. Just give me any habit that you would like to pivot from or anyone that they would like to pivot from.
0: Uh, let me think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think working, I think, I guess working out, but most importantly, like if if that's just an example of, okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a good example. I'm a gym, I'm a morning gymmer. Yeah. I, I like going to the gym in the morning. That's my thing. Okay. I, But often I have meetings in the morning.
1: Yeah.
0: And really, um, like when I have an early, early meeting, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it'll be like, oh, my brain has to be prepared for that early meeting. You know what I mean? Understood. and, And it's not like, I get to the gym really super early anyway, so it's not like a big, huge deal. But sometimes my brain is like, oh, man, I've got to p- pivot from, you know, gym mode to meeting mode, you know? Yeah. And that's the balance,
1: though. That's that's not a, that's not a bad thing. Um, being unaware of that is the, is where we get at fault, right? If you plan to work out, but you're not cognizant of or aware of that you have a meeting and it's in- interrupting both of them. But if you're able to uh, allude a or allow enough time for both of them, yeah, then then you free up the space of the thinking. But when they're too close together, it causes the brain to uh, push it into a I'm multitasking now versus to I've done this. I've allowed enough time for me to get away from that and now shift gears mentally for this. So how to pivot? Is to start by um, allowing enough time just for that, for any mistake yeah. that may happen in
0: between. Hi, um, Michaela. Michaela, am I saying that right? I hope I'm saying it right. But she's giving Michaela. you some hearts, I- Michaela. Michaela. Oh, Michaela. Hi, Michaela. You- thanks for joining us, and thanks for the hearts.
1: How you doing, Michaela?
0: Um. Yeah, I, I think, and what I mean by that is, okay, then my brain has to pivot to, okay, T, maybe you have to do this in the uh, in the evening, right? Correct. As opposed Correct. to early morning, um, yep. because I've got to be, you know, in full throttle. Maybe I'm conducting the meeting or something like that. So I got to pivot. And I don't, and I, and, Certain times I like, like I said, I just got finished with the gym, but being able to pivot from morning, and that's a simple example. But when you're, when you plan your, when you're structured to mm-hmm. your point earlier, you know, being able to like move around that structure is mm-hmm. difficult. You're a structured person. Um, oh, I can't, I don't want to say the name, I don't want to mess it up, but thank you for joining. E A N not sure how to say the name, but thank you for joining. Um, so, yeah, so tell me a little bit about, so we've talked project management. We talked yep. a little bit about what you're doing. Well, to, we talk, you we
1: talked a little bit about, just a small amount about project management.
0: Yeah, a small, because so, it's so it's broad. We'll have to have you on multiple times to talk about that. Yeah, most definitely. How are you, with project management, all the things you have going on, building community?
1: I am building community, one, and I, I think I mentioned it, just through uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've traveled throughout the country, Um, just teaching basketball, teaching different various aspects of basketball. And one of the things that I've done, um, I actually retired from one-on-one basketball training in 2018. I was the number one basketball coach on CoachUp.com. It's kind of like the Uber, but for athletes to connect you with the coach and the athlete. Um, And I wanted to spend more time with my family, spend more time with my son, and also give him more time for training. So I had to figure out, way to download everything in my brain and give some so I created the high five training guide um, also this was launched in 2019. Um, proceeds went to st. Joe's high school which was my old high school it is now closed but I, I did uh, attempt to do as much as I could as far as donating towards their their cause um, also I'm building community through uh, teaching so I'm a professor at the college level uh, I do talks I do seminars with different mm-hmm. college students, bringing them in, teaching them about uh, entrepreneur, teaching them about everything that we're talking about now, cr- creating solutions, blueprints, templates, just helping them get over their, their barriers that they're having and helping them along the way. Because when I was in college, I didn't have that. The only thing I had was somebody that helped me out with my resume. I didn't have anybody to give me a job or anything like that. So I have to get back into that. Um, do you do this with students and adults? Uh, yes. Most definitely. Yes. And that's, and that's my next piece. So I also do that with, and I'm going to say small organizations or small businesses and individuals where I help them complete certain projects um, that may be valuable and meaningful to them. So I've been doing that for years. I still do it and I love doing it. And yeah, that's how I'm building a community.
0: Who, who do you find is, I didn't, I didn't send this one to you, but who do you find is easier to pivot adults, child, uh, teenagers, college students is there is there one particular age range you say pivot because i don't know if i'm a good pivoter you know like i yeah. like i like the pivot thing we're gonna have to come back to that topic because i like yeah. it
1: um I'll, I'll be honest with you that's a tough question to answer but i can definitely say that you have to find the right motivator or the right stimulant Ah. Uh, um, because even like my just my son or just other athletes I train versus even an adult or when I'm sitting down with I'm talking about finances or you need to change this process in your project. It's the same thought level that I'm going through the same process, no matter if you're a six-year-old or you're 30, because okay. ultimately, ultimately I got to get you to understand what's the best way and the right way for where you're trying to go.
0: Because I think the reason I asked, so the question, St. Joe's in Westchester, yeah. Um, so the, the reason why I ask is because I feel like I said, like, I, I mean, just the words that I said, let you know that I don't know if I'm a good pivoter, right? Like I feel like I'm an old, whatever. Can you teach me new tricks kind of thing, you know? So pivoting, you know, I wonder if, if, if younger college kids are easy, easier or better pivoters than, than us people who've, you know, been set in our ways, but you know, I, would, I guess, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't say that. Um, like my mom's my toughest critic. So, uh, it's just, you, and there's certain things that she'll, she'll do or, or do, um, uh, quicker when she realizes it from another source, same with my son or mm-hmm. same with anyone else. When you see a friend, you have a best friend, they've been telling you something for years and then it took for the doctor or someone else to actually tell you before you listen. So, we learn in different ways. One, we learn by being told, we learn by experience, or we learn when it's too late and it's an emergency. So the question is, what type of learner do you wanna be? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I do not wanna learn, I can tell you, I do not wanna learn when it's an emergency. Yeah, right. I I would rather learn that strategy way before emergency situation comes to me. I do know that part.
1: Exactly. And 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 if you do an evaluation, just on every time you've made decisions, and just the outcome, you know, where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I was late. Like even now, if I'm late for something, I always ask, what made me late? Mm. Or if I burned my food, I'm like, what just made me burn that? And I'll walk through it and understand it, so I can say, I can adjust and fix that for next time. And then people say, how did you just get so good at that? I'm just focused on the things that hurt me first. Or the things that didn't go right, or I'm learning from somewhere, else, from someone else, and I'm just making the adjustments. That's easy. That's observation.
0: So, what's the is link the right word or the the how to, correlation or whatever? I'm thinking project management, and I'm I love I love pivot. I'm gonna stay yeah. on that.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Yeah.
0: So, what's the um correlation or the link between project management? Here, 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 and here, and being able to pivot. Because I feel like to be a good project manager, you need to be able to pivot. Um, but sometimes, yeah. necessarily, you don't need to pivot. Most definitely. So, if I you feel think like. There- in front
1: of- yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I feel like there's both. I feel like you need to be able to pivot. It's almost like that song you need to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. I feel like you need to know when to pivot, but you also may not know in project management, you need to know when to not pivot.
1: Yeah. So in project management, we call those KPIs. Yeah. Um, or you can just say key indicators mm-hmm. or key, key performance indicators. Um, you can do thresholds. So to kind of break it down, if, if it's a, a KPI key, key performance indicator at the beginning of the project or be beginning mm-hmm. of when you start, we say, hey, if we don't give 20% or complete 20% by this date, we're gonna sit down and evaluate why or we're gonna stop the project we need to pivot um, if we don't get if we don't get X amount of people for this event by this day or this time mm-hmm. we're gonna sit down and do this this and this you uh, create up the strategy and say hey we're gonna adjust our Instagram campaign we're gonna adjust how we yeah. do our, our marketing um, so you can do it from that up front by identifying when you want to and what are the things that's going to potentially stop you, right? Nine times out of 10, the three things that's going to stop you is money, scheduling people. Those are the three major things that typically stop people. Oh, I ran out of money. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the people. Oh, I don't have the time. So if you look at those things, those are the things you want to work around and say, okay, what is the time of when I'm going to reevaluate when i need to pivot when is the resources what do the resources need to look like before i need to pivot what does the financials need to look like before i decide to pivot or keep going so those are the three major things and those are called the three you can call them triple constraints
0: yeah i like that and, and like i said i think we could do a whole thing on teaching people how to pivot and not pivot I, i'm gonna be i, I, I don't, i'm gonna go back and look at this it's gonna play a drinking game on how many times i said
1: that i like pivot you like um, because I really- In basketball, you pivot too,
0: remember that. Yeah, right, I know, right? Yeah. I'm doing my brackets, so I gotta figure out, how, you know, that's a whole nother story. No um, but I just, I would like that, I like being able to do it. And I think being able to know, I like that you've set, you know, said, set some, you can even set some KPIs, if you will, for life, right? Like it, yep. it, it's work, but you can set some KPIs in your own, your own life. Yep. So I know we're up to the time here, but like I said, we'll have to have you back on because I would like yeah, to that strat that strategy specifically. What does the future hold?
1: Uh, future for holds you. expanding, uh, helping more people, uh, passing on the philosophy. I know you probably see this shirt, routine 64. Uh, six stands for six transformational steps. Four stands for four focal steps. Six plus four is 10. Takes 10 weeks to build a habit so something that i've I've created to uh help people along their way take them from stagnant to thriving um and just expanding and just helping people through solutions um, online education traveling um and just getting to know you more so we can help a lot of people
0: yeah right i know that's hey look i always say that's what it's about i mean this is what this show is about connecting people and helping yeah. people being service i think service to others should be Kind of our number one priority and then the rest kind of will will follow how can people reach you
1: uh you can reach me by going to www.managebeyond.com that is manage beyond like we're going beyond.com and when you go there you'll see a 20-day growth plan which is free for download something that i put together Uh, there's a lot of calendars out there a lot of inspirational uh, mm-hmm. Things that you can buy, but the difference between those and what I've created is it has activities for you to be aware of your everyday habits. And if you're not aware first, then you won't be able to start to make change. So this 20-day growth plan gives you 20 days to tap in on your financial, your your, your fitness, your health, your wealth. Not only that, your mental, while also giving you motivational phrases to keep you going throughout the day, the week, and 20 days.
0: Yeah, I'm going to put that in our, you know, on the, on the, the, the yeah. story, the follow-up story. Hey, Jackson. I hope I'm saying that right, yeah. Jackson, Antonio. Um, thanks for joining us. We're almost finished, Jackson. You're, you're coming in at the end. So if you have any questions for Paris, let us know right now. But thank you for joining us. So Paris, I truly appreciate it. Like I said, I do want to uh, continue the conversation on Pivoting because I think that's such a big deal Especially yeah. now, um, and we have to know we have to know how to do it at all ages. I yeah. like that you put project management in terms of, you know, a work yeah. and then b life. And yeah. then I like the things I. The other talking point I got out of here is just make sure, yeah. you know, I'm kind of setting KPIs, whether it be for my life or whether it would be for my business. Right? Um, yeah. Knowing going to pivot um, mm-hmm. if those. And
1: we can and we and definitely we can talk about that more because I've I've definitely transitioned from not only just from college career to entrepreneur and it was certain things that I had to know when I needed to stop this business or keep going or when to give up my career or when to put certain things on pause to help me to where I'm at now. So definitely we can continue that discussion.
0: That's a big. I think that's a that's you know when I always try to think of each person I interview what things I'm taking away. You know, yeah. so I'm taking away. You know project management in life i'm taking away making sure i'm setting those kpis for myself and yep. i'm t- i'm making sure that i think about what things in my life right now do yep. i need to pivot from or stay stay the course Exactly. you know Yep. so awesome. thank you so much for joining i know if half an hour went by fast thank you yep. so much for joining me i truly appreciate it. i'm going to call you on the flip side and, yes. um, I really appreciate it. So everyone, uh, this is again, the Taryn Lane show. This is episode number, I think I said 86 last week was 85. So this is 86. We are going strong for two daggone years. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll call you in a second, Paris. Be good to yourself and I each other. Good. Bye.